get one in before we uh dude i've been smoking nonstop for the past fucking 45 minutes so <sighs> getting ready for football sunday oh that's right yep you yeah. know it's funny i uh i forgot that there are three games on each day this week and i got the games mixed up because i thought the baltimore tennessee game was was yesterday and i turn it on and i'm like what the fuck? They, sh- they should have. I don't. What was Friday? They should have just shifted two of the games to Friday at Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know why they did that. Well, you got a, you've got an early game, a late game. I mean, an early game. You got the regular football schedule. Yeah, regular football schedule is one game apiece. But but usually on the playoffs, you have two games each day. Yeah. On like, uh, I forget which is which. If Saturday, it's the later two games, and on Sunday, it's like the earlier two games. But they got. Uh, but they had those extra two playoff games for the seventh. Right. So they just know. filled those missing spots that you would have on those two days. Yeah. I'm just saying that you could have had a, a third day of NFL yeah. football, which you know I would assume would generate. More revenue for a network. You know what? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. You're selling ad space, so it doesn't matter where it is. But they were good games. I, you know, I didn't watch the early game. I watched a little because bit. I forgot there were two games on, and I thought they started at four. And eight. Oh, <laughs> so so I like I was doing other shit. I wasn't on the internet all day, all yeah. day. I wasn't looking at alerts or anything. And like four o'clock, I'm like, I'll go out and watch the game. Mm. I go out and start watching the game. And about like, you know, mm. 10 minutes in, I see that <laughs> the result of the early game. Oh, right. There's three games today. It's funny, too, because I, I turned it on in the background. It tells you, go I'm watching. I'm like, fucking Buffalo is going to fucking destroy him. It was a closer game than I thought it was going to be. But uh, that was a good game. Seeing the Rams beat the Seahawks, that, that felt good. I don't. That felt good. I, I actually like the Seahawks, so. Oh. I mean, I mean, like, like the, I don't have anything against them. Yeah, you know, I knew there was going to be at least one sort of shocker this weekend, and I was like, "That's a good game for that to be." That's I don't. I mean, that's a divisional game. game, so I don't know that it's a huge shocker. They're yeah, built. But, they're built. The division games. The teams are built to play each other. Yeah, you know, because you have to face them twice in season, and you want to knock off whoever's uh, keeps winning your division. That's every what year. pissed me off most about the Buffalo game. We yeah. were so close for so long, and I'm sitting there. I'm going, the fuck, Miami. We we the weren't. Fuck. Oh, we laid every possible egg. That it doesn't day. matter. Yeah. It's uh, two things. It, yeah. A Buffalo showed up and played the game of their lives. Yeah. And then this week they didn't, and 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 we didn't show up and play the game of our lives. And some weeks yeah. we do. It's it's that, and it's that we we keep forgetting we overachieved. And that we weren't supposed to make yeah. the playoffs this year. And because we almost did, then people start to get mad as if we were expected to. We weren't. We were a totally disassembled, fire sale, yeah. rebuild team last year. We yeah. got rid of everybody and started from scratch. And here we are sniffing the playoffs a year later. I mean, you got to keep in perspective. With a, with a rookie quarterback yeah. that had no preseason, didn't play the year before because of injury, et cetera, et cetera, and has no talent around him yeah. yet. When, dude, four picks in the top 50. We'll see. And if, if they surround him with a lot of talent, then you'll see what kind of quarterback we have. Until then, you can't pass judgment, although I can pass judgment on three things. Between him and, like, the Fiedler Marino time, yeah. which has been like a long fucking time, not like, twenty years. Yeah, about the same. Uh, there has not been a quarterback like him that has the uh, quick decision, uh, precision, and uh, like uh, kind of predicting where the guy's going to be. Well, depending on the route, and then sometimes the guys don't run the route, but he's always throwing it where the guy's supposed to see, be. See, you say that. 
I was listening to the radio the other day, and they were talking to Armando Salguera, who is a, a he's a reporter for the Dolphins. So he's like in the organization, been for a long time, and he was saying. He's been um, around it. He's not in it. Well, he, he, he you, you know, you press. He's press. He's press. He, but like, like Jim Varsalo knew us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he was privy to shit that maybe no one else was privy to. True. Well, apparently, that's the, a weird. Uh, <laughs> we've had Jim Varsalo. I know. Listen to <laughs> I know. I know. Podcasts in the last three. Um. <sighs> apparently, during the the Raiders game, there's a the reason that they pulled two out of that game wasn't because they were trying to ignite a flame or anything with, with Fitzpatrick. Apparently, Tua wasn't going to his options. He was, the defense was pressuring him so much that he was going straight to tuck and run or throw the ball away. And, and, uh, but it's, uh, and, 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 and it's and, hard to make your reads and, if and, there's a guy in your face. And Flores was getting mad at him for, uh, for not hitting for not hitting his reads and he put Fitzpatrick in to show him like this is how you run the offense motherfucker. Okay. Oh, um, I mean that's But that's just he's young, man. But he hasn't played for a year. But that's all, the, all that's, your points. That's not a bad that's not a bad reason to pull him. No. And if he learns from it, that's, that's great. And and if he doesn't, it means that we know sooner than later. Yeah, that, I think we yeah. bo- I think we both we're, we we can both say that next season with a fully healthy team with off season with these picks and everything like that and all the weapons and the weapons we're getting back the weapons we already have and the weapons that we're drafting and free agency you can either get it done or you can't next year right you know oh yeah 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 yeah. um but uh that washington i wanted to bring it up because i wanted to bring up the washington game everyone knew fucking tampa bay was going to win but uh uh, taylor hennecke whatever the guy's name is fuck in a Little fucking stud. That guy. Little, little. He's everything we wished uh, that uh, 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 Tony DiNucci was. Or not Tony DiNucci. Uh, uh, ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci was. He's everything we hoped Ben DiNucci would have been. But uh, that was crazy. He, dude, dude is fucking can't feel his left arm. And he's still like out there. Fucking, runs to the back. Come, They were about to send out the third string. And he comes right before the snap. And. Dude, he, it's hero shit. Yeah. He did he, hero shit, only the problem was Tom Brady was on the other side. <laughs> right. Right. I thought they they had a they had a few chances. They did. They had they had uh earlier in the game. It's kinda like when we have a team like Buffalo early and we're yeah. the, we make a few stops early and the game's close, yeah. if you gotta score on those because you know they're going to wake up at some time later. Yeah. And that you've got to at least have a little bit of a lead to to fend that off yeah you know so you're not playing from behind in the fourth quarter you're kind of just trading punches in the fourth quarter because when you're playing from behind you're limiting your offense because you're like all of a sudden you got to throw all the time and you gotta it's funny too because i was thinking about it while i was watching makes you one dimensional you know if if the if if washington had played this game against almost any other of the uh uh, these first round playoff teams, they could have won that fucking game. Yeah, it's all they really could. It was matchup. That was a hundred. But you got to play them eventually. So I'm wondering because unless it, you're like thinking, yeah. well, if things were different, someone else would knock them off, and then you'd match up against the guy that knocked them off better. I don't know. I'm really hoping that he gets he gets a job for next year because he does. Oh, that, he'll that just just from that performance yeah. alone. I mean, yeah. if you say a job, he'll get on a team. Yeah. It'll be up to him to compete. He won't yeah. be handed a starting job off of that. But especially since, like, 
I don't know what they said he was because I wasn't like listening. I was just yeah. kind of watching. Um, I don't know. To me, he looked like he was five eight. Oh, I didn't even fucking. Think he about looked it. short. I didn't even. Think he about looked. It. He looked short. He looked. He looked like Flutie height. He wasn't that much shorter because I remember at the end of the game, I waited to see. He was under six. I was. I yeah, think. yeah. But I was waiting to see him and Brady. You know, have their moment. And Brady said some kind words to him. You know, really good job, kid. You know, keep it up. Good well, work. he won. That's why yeah. he was. He, he went out there and shook his hand. He doesn't uh, shake. He doesn't shake. Well, it's, it's funny because he knew him because he was on. He was on the uh, New England squad for like three three months or three weeks or some shit. And he he, he said the famous story before the game started. Um, you, obviously, was uh he said that uh, he wanted to make a good impression the first day he was on Patriots at the Patriots, and this was yeah. in the middle of. This was in the middle of the deal. So he's like, I'm going to show up earlier than everybody. I'm going to get in that film room, and they're going to walk in to see me in the film room. He gets in at like 5.15. Tom Brady was already there. Tom, Tom's I already there halfway yeah. through. The, the I didn't hear the story, film. but I knew what the end of yeah. that was going to be. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, God damn. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a reason Tom Brady's the best. Same with and, Peyton Manning and all those I, guys. I picture walking in and Tom Brady looks at his watch, looks at the kids. He's like, who are you? <laughs> you know? And, and, but, he's like, the trash bucket's over there. You yeah. can empty it out. But, but, he said, but, he, but he did say, he was like, well, you know, I, I, since I came to like Brady let me sit in with him. And I didn't like say anything. I didn't want to rock the boat because this is Tom Brady going over game footage and stuff. But, but you know, you just, look, just sitting in that room with him and Garoppolo so early in the morning and got to learn all that stuff. And to see him go out there and play that game, like that's the kind of cool shit I love about sports, those moments where some kid who's like, oh, man, I'm never going to have my moment. And here's moment comes and he just balls out. Yeah. You know, like well, that may have been the best game of his life. We don't know. I, I mean, the, I, I feel like to this point, I feel like – there, you could come up with a lot of instances where guys get in a game yeah. and shine really bright, and then, then yeah. you know, like what what was the guy the back the backup quarterback in Green Bay a while ago that he went in for like four games and then like got like got a deal. I think it was with Oakland. Uh, I don't remember his name, but you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, right? I'm trying to think of his fucking. Yeah, name. well, that's that that proves my point right there because yeah. we don't remember his name. Look at Matt Castle because after that, you know. Matt- Matt, yeah. Matt Castle, all entire season, eleven and five. Yeah, and then, yeah, fucking uh, anything got that anything Garoppolo's done basically. Yeah, got a good contract, and uh. that was it. But you could have said that about Fitzpatrick for a while. Yeah, he would go from team to team as a backup. Someone he, for some reason he would go in. Yeah, he'd keep the starting job, play really well until he got Get a nice contract, contract. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he wasn't producing anymore. But he's weighing him down, <laughs> and then they would let him go. And he did that like twice. Uh, I think I don't know if it was with the Jets and the Bills. It was definitely with the Bills. And oh, maybe, it was hundred percent with the Bills. But I don't know which which other team gave him a nice contract. I don't think it was the but Jets. But uh, maybe, but yeah. So uh, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what our deal is going to be with him either. Like yeah. I ideally, you would think. I mean, you could go either way with this. You could say, well, we don't want this on our team for next year because we don't want them totally. You know, every time. Yeah, there's a falter to his game. You know, they're saying go back to Fitz, or if because at or some if, point that becomes a problem, or if it's or if that's an a ideal situation, if your guy's not putting in a good game, yeah. which everyone does, yeah. even Tom Brady, and you had a relief pitcher like that who could pull it out for you. It's like I like the concept, and but it's like we talked about before, and you're right. It's like you're not paying too starting quarterbacks to flip them in and out. And well, it's and weird. It's never been done. And 
I think that Flores only really did it because that's what the situation I, called for. I think, and he had the option. I think we're going to offer this to him. We would love to have you back. You would be the backup. Yeah. Same situation. We would probably call on you a lot less because we expect Tua to do well, yeah. which means you may not play at all. Yeah. But you'd be here and you'd be helping. Yeah, in, in best case, you never play. Right. Uh, or, and that offer is here. Yeah. Go see if you can get a starting job. And if he yeah. can't get a starting job elsewhere, maybe he comes back here with for the familiarity. Or maybe he's like, I feel like, even though I wouldn't get the starting job somewhere else, I could compete for it over, yeah. or like uh, like my veteran knows is telling me that I eventually could take this guy's or job. You, or you <laughs> might you might have like a team like Indianapolis who may or may not have Philip Rivers next year, may or may not be in position to get a quarterback and needs a veteran to kind of right, but hold a placeholder for but, a year. But and it's a good team. But those decisions are going to that's going to be made right. after the season, right. after the draft. You know, free but even, agency. But here's the thing: even if, even if, let's say, Phil Rivers retires, and they I have no and, idea who their backup is, and they draft a stud. Yeah. Do you still bring Fitzpatrick in with the same thing? Like you two would yeah. compete. Yeah. And it's best man wins day one. It's like I can't think of because it's kind of like the same yeah. thing that was here this year. I think I can't think of a team. And at 38 years old, he's not gonna he's not gonna just jump in and start. It's gonna be a situation where it's like, oh, a play a placeholder of your caliber for a year or two. So? Is he 38? He's 38, man. Yeah. So like a placeholder quarterback at someone your experience at your caliber for a year or two is fine. Yeah. Like that's the kind of space he needs to fit. So it's really gonna depend like towards the beginning of next season where teams lay where they go. Okay, like we're not we don't have a future option. We don't have an option now. Guy like Fitzpatrick, yeah, he's totally worth bringing in for a year kind of thing you know because it's weird because it's like, he doesn't want to go to another situation like miami you know because otherwise he'd just stay because he loves it here yeah but he didn't know what the situation like i don't think anyone did like this when he came yeah that the that situation Tua, yeah yeah the situation just was we're in a total rebuild yeah but i don't even think he realized i think he would i don't know if he i don't know see that this is the weird thing i don't know because it's it's two years ago at this yeah. point. Like I don't know what the what the situation was before the season when he signed a contract. It's so unique. I think all he knew was that new coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't even remember who the. There was no other quarterback, right? Did he? He wasn't named starter at the beginning. They of the brought season. him in right after the. Because all I know is they got rid of Tannehill. They right after the the, 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 the guy was, channel got brought in Cutler for the year, and then that was Gase's last year. And no, then, the first Flores years I'm talking about. That's the first when, Flores years. They that's brought in, when they brought in Fitz. Right, but yeah. was there anything else there? You have to think if you're. Was guy, there anybody else there? I don't think so. I, I think, don't know who was backing up. Who was backing up Tannehill the year before? No, who's backing up Jay Cutler the year before? Oh, Tannehill was hurt. Or gone, one of the two. I feel like Cutler Remember there was, was there was a whole year of Cutler. We, yeah, but I we thought tried that was, to forget it because it was terrible. I thought that was in the middle of the Gase run. I didn't think that was the last year of the Gase run because because only the reason I say that oh because Tanny went down with the only because oh, I that's right only reason I say that is because I don't think you could have fired Gase a year. Your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback, was out, and you tried to make do with a guy you're right, off the you're bench. Right. Uh, 2016. It had to yeah. been. You had to have fired him a year when Tannehill was there. You're right healthy. because Tannehill got injured in preseason. It was like training camp. Yeah, 
Cutler came and in. And they bring in Cutler for the year. Yeah. And then Tanny had the last year. You're right. You're right. right. Okay. It, dude, I tried right. to figure out right? that right? shit. <laughs> it's so, because, because we were so mediocre. Yeah. I, I make the joke every year. I have that meme that goes up as my uh, uh, Facebook, like, not my profile picture, but the one that goes above your, the banner or whatever. Yeah. And it's just the dolphin logo, and it says "Happy Dolphins Day 8 8 So yeah. every August eighth, I post it. Yeah. Now, hopefully, we're not going to go eight and eight again, but we've been notoriously eight and eight hey, for man, a long, we, long time. Listen, on every in every metric where we entered this season, we had a great year. Yeah, on every metric. But if we had gone eight and eight, that would have been yeah an improvement over the year before, yeah. which was. You know, the first year when they stripped the team bare and yeah. put Ryan Fitzpatrick in and you had a brand new head coach and all new staff and, and nobody on the team. But they turned it around. Man. But I'm saying there were a lot of people early in the season that were crowning us as yeah. being, I'll never forget it, quote, historically be bad. bad. Yeah. And to be called historically bad at the beginning of the season yeah. and win five games. Yeah. Was like yeah, we went on that tear late season, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, or and so then the next year, yeah. I mean, we doubled our wins. Yeah, we doubled our wins. I it's it it, it all points to next year struggling with a bookie quarterback. That yeah. again, all those things, yada yada, I listed ne- before. Next year looks to be very very competitive. Yeah. The only problem is we went from having uh, the threat, the uh, almost insurmountable obstacle in our division of a Brady Belichick Patriots. To now this Bills team that looks like it's built to They're world bit they're world beating, man. They're I feel like I I think they're going to steamroll everyone. And when I say steamroll, yesterday you say the game was close, but they still won it. Oh yeah. I, I think they're gonna steamroll their way to the Super Bowl this year. I'm yeah. looking at them as my now logically you yeah. wanna say it's KC. I'm pulling for Tannehill. I'm yeah. actually, I want that guy to win a Super Bowl. I want them to beat Baltimore because I'm tired of Lamar Jackson being, oh, he's the best quarterback. Like, hmm, Taylor Hineke, well, Taylor Hineke played a better postseason game than Lamar Jackson but ever I don't, has. But my, my thing is, I never had an issue with Tannehill. I never doubted Tannehill. I felt like he always got a raw deal here. Every year was a new coach, a new system. He, he had injuries, and we, he didn't, we didn't surround him with talent. We didn't have a winning team. He got the bum rap, yeah. and then he immediately goes to another team and hits the playoffs seven, two years in a row. Here for seven years, it was a long stretch. Mm. Um, and two you coaching regime, but Jesus. also you—that's a guy that you have to remember came to us and had only played quarterback his senior year of college. Yeah. he was a receiver the first three years. So you're saying like, well, an, uh, any other guy had a more time in a playing quarterback in college, maybe under a pro system, even. Yeah. To then jump in the NFL. So I felt there was a little bit of a learning curve you we were going to have anyways, a growth curve. Um, but it says everything that on his abilities that he went right to the playoffs the next two years. And I think that Flores, if he had kept him, we'd be talk. We'd probably be in the playoffs this year. Well, I was I was about to tell you, I was about to say, I don't think it, I, don't, I don't think anything now the growth curve and everything, all that matters. I think I think what happened was he spent seven years around the most terrible coaching hires humanly possible. He finally went to a team yeah. that understood the game of football. He was back up to Marcus Mariota. He didn't have a guarantee of anything. And when he got a shot, he went, I'm making this count. Yeah. And here we are. Ryan Tannehill is one of the top five quarterbacks. And Mariota's not on the team. And Mariota's not. I fucking. Oh, he's in. Oakland, right? Oakland. No, uh, Las Vegas. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's going to take some time. I'm going to slip and call them the Oakland Raiders <laughs> for 10 years, just as some people will call them the Redskins for ten, yeah. the next 10 years. It's yeah. just, you, it's no offense to anybody, yeah. but that's just... You've been calling them that. I feel good. I feel I feel good for for Washington because they're going to have Alex Smith and they're going to have hopefully this Hineke guy next year. And um, I mean, dude, you, I, I remember at the end of the game with Chase Young. He hurt that was him. a quick segue. You just jumped right to Washington. Oh, I I was dude. <laughs> listen, I, I I rooted for him, man because they were they were to me. They're like you don't belong here, but here you went in a potential Super Bowl fucking caliber team and you fucking get you balled out and it, it, you had you you had the game that proves that when you enter the playoffs it doesn't matter what your record is because you're there and right. anything can happen right. it, it, and that was your cool. record is your record is is zero and zero once you get in the right. playoffs it doesn't matter and right. that's cool to see because dude washington was in the worst division and they were terrible for most Ex- of the year, except for seeding. That's the only thing yeah. that your record. Now, I playoff caliber. I mean, a Super Bowl caliber team. Eh, but uh, but again, it's the coach's first year. The only there. team I think could be that could beat Brady is New Orleans in uh in the NFC. Um, I, I think. Oh, excuse me. Obviously, Green Bay. Like I, I, I think it comes on it, the. It's them easy. Two. It's easy. Green Bay Bills. I think Super Bowl for, between you and I. I think I'm picking. Both. That's yeah. the one I want to see. Yeah. Uh, my, but it's easy to see KC. And, my brain, my my brain, uh, actually sees KC and maybe yeah. Tampa. See, the problem is Tampa ha- and Brady's going to have to go through uh, Green Bay. Yeah, gonna, but going to have to go up north. But Brady here, and this is the only this is the only thing I say that you're saying up north. It's not like he didn't play in New England for two decades. Uh, he uh, yeah, at, and true. Michigan. Um, but uh, he. He's won. He's gotten to more Super Bowls than anyone. Oh, yeah. So that challenge of dealing with playoff oh, obstacles, yeah, nothing, you know, nothing not that him. usually they're hosting everything. Though. He feels it for sure. You know, at that point you feel it, but you're also like, yeah, whatever. Like I, you could tell you know, he it. doesn't. Yeah. I, you know what? At this point in his career, so with much this fun. much experience being in Super Bowls, yeah. he's he's feeling like. Yeah, everyone else is nervous. I, yeah. You know him. It's another day every in the day. Office. Yeah, exactly. When, when they when they when they did the walkout, and you're watching him walk out, and everyone's just like doing things. He's walking out. You can everyone just, else is soaking it in. Yeah, right. And he's just sitting there. He's like, let's get get to the next one. Yeah, let's just get to the next one. Yeah, because because it's just like because they they either face they either face uh, New Orleans, whoever whoever has or I feel like. I feel like Tampa can be knocked off any week where someone commits their defense to getting to him. Yeah. Bro, Chase Young couldn't get to him. I they, That's he, the problem. He got what? He got uh the other the who's you got to just Who's the other guy's name? The 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 other rookie on the other side of uh Young. He got a sack. Yeah. He got a, a late uh, they, they were start they uh, I oh it's You could see the frustrations. It's before halftime. Before halftime, they started to get to him, yeah. and then they just made those adjustments, and it was you could see the frustrations. Yeah. Like he, like when you start getting to him, yeah. and you're disrupt, you just have to, you don't have to get your hands on him. But if you start to make a move, yeah. or have to throw it early or whatever, he does not connect. I think the uh, plus his guys drop a lot of balls. Apparently, I, I <laughs> forgot who it was. I forgot who it was. There was a metric where when Brady's pressured, he's like the, he's like the eleventh or twelfth. I mean, he's. Uh, he's he's tied with somebody, and the thing on the, on the thing on the uh, uh, 
the radio was like, this guy shouldn't be tied with Tom Brady for any category ever kind of thing. But when Brady's pressured, you're right. It's been historically that way. I've been saying that yeah. since the Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, yeah. uh, Trace Armstrong Dolphins. They used to yeah. like, we had... Of all the teams, we had the best record against Brady because we had a really good defense and we got to him a lot. And, and I think, like, even to this day, I think if you ask Brady, like, the most, like, the guys he worried about the most, I think yeah. Jason Taylor is, like, the a top the top yeah. of his list or had yeah. been. Maybe yeah. maybe since Jason's been gone so long, there's a new guy that's given him more trouble, but not consistently. Like, like we had the best record against them, especially, yeah. I think, at home. Uh, but... Uh, you know, that was because, and it like that. I think the playoff game was it yeah, against the Titans with to get to the Super Bowl. It was like, or it was it was the tight. Yeah, it, it was the Titans. I was I I was just kept saying you gotta you gotta yeah. stay on them, yeah. and they did for like three quarters, and then they were like they were like they get in their head. They're so afraid that they're leaving the back door open for them to burn you. But as soon as you drop a guy back. To compensate for that, he yeah. he had, then has time in the pocket to hit whoever he wants, and that's and, and some guy like that, you, you don't. and you let up, and all it takes is is one once yeah. you're you're leading, and you've been holding that lead all game. All it takes is one possession. Yeah. You let your foot off the off the throat for a second. He's gonna. That's it. You're done. Green Bay, Buffalo, and and. Tampa Bay came into the playoffs, I think, riding the hottest waves. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is on a real hot streak. He is right now. single-handedly winning these games. Hot streak right now. He is. He what, what, whatever he's doing. I mean, it's because for and he's another one like just like the coolest, calmest dude. Oh yeah, like, you know. Yeah, and, and nothing gets to him. Yeah, I mean, he's been around. He spent. I'm the. That's the one amongst all of them that I've seen the most of because I I I watch the. He like oh, he jumps called, on the McAfee show yeah, the every McAfee week. Show, yeah. He's like a regular on it, like yeah. a slotted guest. So I see those clips all the time, and yeah. they're just they're just goofing. And like he's just like a good, he's just like a cool dude. He's just know? one of those guys where he's so good at it, he yeah. doesn't have to. He just it just goes out there, calls plays, wins games single handedly. No offensive weapons, he makes offensive weapons. No running back, he makes it. He makes it work. He just because because whatever Green Bay is doing, they just refuse to draft. They refuse to bring in. They refuse to any other means other than whatever they laying around to give him weapons. So he's got to make do with what he has. And it's for it's fuck's sakes, he's doing it, man. It's weird because we say that, but it's like uh, they have the same salary cap that everyone has, and they spend. Yeah, it's, it's not like they're. It's not like they're being the the Marlins in the uh, MLB and only spending thirty million dollars when the Yankees are spending two hundred fifty million. Yeah. It's like uh, every NFL team spends the yeah. same amount of money. Uh, you know, some have more cap space than others, depending on contracts and years they come up with some. But uh, so where's you know where where does it go? Right? Is it, it just on the lines? Is yeah. it in the secondary? What I the think fuck? I think the I think the I think the 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 Do uh, we, does he have like a a center that's making fifty million a year? You know what I mean? Like there's there, there's a somewhere there's a metric or something like where they haven't they haven't drafted an offensive player in the first run of the playoffs since like his first year or two, some shit like that. Yeah, like but that I mean. Ideally, that's okay if your later picks are hitting. It's it's just crazy because here's a guy that, like, and they don't ever seem to ever seem to make a free agency splash. Yeah. When was the last time you heard of them making a big free agency signing? 
I can't fucking remember. Right. They instead guys leave and make big. I think know. Brett Favre leaving was the oh Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews might might have been one of the last big. Right. But you think um, who was the big sack guy that they had for years and years and years and years on the line? The, that, the that, guy wasn't that Clay Matthews? No, the guy that died a few years ago of uh, like sleep apnea or something. Oh fuck! He's like legendary. Like if you were to say top five all time at position, he's in that top. Maybe even top three. I God, I can't think of his. Yeah, I feel like such an asshole because yeah. people are probably the Screaming, someone is yeah, yelling at the yeah. thing. Like, but that guy, I feel like he didn't play his whole career there. And we're left. just gonna call it Bill Buckner. I don't remember if he everybody. left or went to Green yeah. Bay. I don't remember which it was. Bill, but Buckner. he was on there. The he was yeah. on the Super Bowl winning team. Uh, teams. Uh, it's just, at least one of them. It's just insane. As good as Rodgers is, how many championships they left on the table by not drafting. And and I I don't blame the new regime, but Mike McCarthy. Just whatever relationship they did, they didn't. Have. Yeah, it's weird because it's like they, you don't get those quarterbacks, man. It's but it's weird because it's like uh, he for years they were good and competitive. And yeah. You're like McCarthy's a good coach, and then they went through a run there, and where I was even saying, you know, hmm, I mean, you know, let's let's hire that guy if he becomes available. Yeah. But then I was like, I think our situation was done when he. But he took, no, he said he was going to take a year off. He was like, he was literally available when we were hiring. Yeah, he took the year off because he had. He was like, whatever. And then he comes to the Cowboys. And now, granted, he was kind of, going to the Cowboys, you're kind of handed a raw deal. Because not only do you have Jerry, who's like hamstringing you and and all that shit and making the draft. I make all the talent accusations. I mean, acquisitions. Right, either one. (laughs) Both, (laughs) both, uh, both. (laughs) It's not only that, but he, um. He, uh, uh, I'm losing my train of thought, but he, you know, you have your quarterback, your starting quarterback go down, et cetera, et cetera. But like, man, what a limp, like. But you had the ginger rocket. What a limp, like, co- effort. He yeah. he's, he has a coach at team or motivating those He players. doesn't seem to care at I don't all. think anyone, <laughs> like after, like Garrett, I don't even know if he could keep the guys motivated. I feel like that's a team, perception-wise, outside perception-wise, it feels like that's a team of individuals. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed to way. as opposed to like our team, which is a team. I always said that about like the two thousand like I think it was like two thousand ten, eleven. Remember fucking Romo? And they had that team and you were like, There's nothing but killers on this team. This team on paper should be doing what Tampa Bay's doing right now. But they were all like hired assassins that didn't talk to each other. Right. You know? And it's just yeah, like, yeah. I do my thing and that's the only thing I do. Yeah. And it's kind of like, nah, motherfuckers, you have to like come together. Like we ain't paid to come together. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, you know, the butt fumbles and all that fucking It's funny because Romo is like one of those guys and even people like, there's even like, should Romo even be in the Hall of Fame? I'm like, fucking yeah. He's like, that guy. That guy, I think that guy put up. He was tremendous. Numbers. People forget he was the same as the, the Taylor Haneke guy. He was the same thing. Like he, he was a nobody. Yeah, he was a nobody. Was it was, was it Bloodstone that went down? So uh, I don't know because I think that was it. It, it was, was somebody. No, it was uh, God. I forget his oh, name. Bloodstone was Quinn, Quinn. Was it Brady Quinn? Not, no, Quinn. not Brady Quinn. The the no it was it was a a black dude with a Q as his last name. I think uh, or Quincy something. Uh, something like that. It was during the Parcells, yeah, thing, and he had the guy, and I think he got hurt in a, maybe in the playoff run or something, and yeah. and Romo came in, and I think that was it. I th- I'm probably misremembering all that, but, but I it was know the same it was deal. Romo came in was, and started balling. I knew it was definitely uh, the Parcells era, yeah. um, but he, it's amazing because like he never won a ring. Wade but, Phillips, but he um. <laughs> 
he like you you just the knowledge yeah. and like the perception of the game and all that stuff that he had yeah. when he was playing as well. You hear and you hear it all oh, when he calls those games. He's a fantastic commentator. He watches those games and mm. knows exactly like you mm. never hear anyone else, even players that are not commentators, call what's going to happen next and what this and understand. Do you know who's his, the worst? His grasp of everything is phenomenal. You know what can't stand is Chris Collinsworth. Chris I Collinsworth cannot stand. He you can you can dictate and see what he's going to say next because he has like a hundred different sayings. It's like those, that's uh, it. what are those, we have all the coin phrases. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like an Arnold is. soundboard or well, he's a real football player yeah. right there. It's like, God damn it, Chris, I knew you were going to say that shit. He, and then Joe Buck is just like, I'm Joe Buck. I can't. I, he's just, I like Troy Aikman. Aikman's all right. I like former players. And Chris Collins was the <laughs> Aikman former made player. A, was it Aikman that made the funny line last night when they were measuring for the fourth down? And he goes, oh, I thought they were going to have to get an index card out to measure that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that, but it was, like, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> well, you know what's Collinsworth, cool? Collinsworth, not only all of that, but it's still it, – uh, he's what they call problematic. He has a history, and people forget it. Um, but way back, even in his playing days, it was kind of like he was one of those like fuck bitches kind of yeah. guys, like a fuck boy. Yeah. And like he just like y- he would have all these public interviews about how he was just whoring around and and he would really talk disrespectfully about women. And I don't care about that because I don't I'm not overly sensitive yeah. and I understand the times. And yeah. it, it, I'm not excusing it. I'm not but, ex- explaining people. it. But, <laughs> but so that always starts to flare up, especially when he'll like, you see it creep out of him every yeah. now and then where like, he'll, he'll make some weird comment when they shoot the crowd and there's a girl there or this. Yeah. it's weird. It comes yeah. out sometimes. And I know he knows to keep it in check. And I, I recognize the moment where it flares up and yeah. that he's then fighting that beast down again uh, to behave. Funny Especially since he's, what, a 60-year-old yeah, man? Yeah, you look at him now and you don't who's see Who's got like a son, yeah. an adult son playing <laughs> football. And, stuff and it's like funny because he's like, oh, he's a prolific wide receiver. And I'm like, I just don't picture Chris Collinsworth as a wide receiver. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember him only from, I was really young, even, even being old, um, that uh, I remember... I didn't used to watch football, but yeah. I remember watching the uh, uh, Bengals 49ers Super Bowl. Mm. And I remember he played in that. Yeah. And I always remembered him from playing in that game. Yeah. And then, you know, my dad would always like to bring up, oh, he was a he was a big receiver for the Gators because my dad's a Gator. Yeah. yeah. So that's all. But I, I, uh, I never, only time I remember him playing because I was a kid. Yeah. And I wasn't really a football watcher then was... Uh, was that Super Bowl game? But I vividly remember him. Yeah, all the be- all the best commentators are, are ex players, um, and that's with any sport. Uh, well, you just have such an understanding. Yeah, I mean, the coaches I just don't think are. I mean, most coaches aren't talkers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh yeah, you don't want to see fucking Andy Reid up there trying to do commentary because he's gonna be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's uh-huh. a few, but yeah, like a Rex Ryan, yeah. you know yeah. that guy. Well, yeah. That guy could not only could that guy have had a a job like in well he does he's a talking head on the yeah. on the he's but, good but he's not but like calling a game he could probably do mm-hmm. uh, uh you just and, keep... and and uh, pun intended he you just have to worry about putting his foot in his I was mouth. about to say you just gotta keep the feet away from him <laughs> or well yeah. I was gonna say put his foot you in his put mouth. mouth yeah um anything with anything feet related he works. could have a he could have had a he could have had a post uh, coaching career in pro wrestling maybe uh. <laughs> He could have done the promos and talk shit and all that stuff and maybe managed uh, a stable of uh, 
of deviants at Foot Lickers and uh, <laughs> uh, or, wife, sh- wife, wife, you know, cucks, yeah. cucks, foot sniffers, and uh, uh, I don't want to get any further than yeah, that. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> I know so His relationship with Mark Sanchez was and, unhealthy. And eating disorders. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of... Eating disorders? <laughs> no, I was... Uh, Speaking of... Uh, so, uh, I guess... Uh, I guess we're going to have a good division next year because uh, Adam Gase is out in New York and uh, Buffalo's doing really well. Patriots get a shit ton of healthy players back, so... I roll. You know Belichick's going to write that ship. Well, well. He, uh, the only thing I want to say about now, granted, they'll they'll draft and they'll make free agency moves. But the only argument I make against uh, a lot of these players coming back is a they've had a year off. A so yes, they could be rested and healthy, but they also are older. Yeah. Um. I don't know the ages of the guys or anything like that. Two. Um. You had to find replacements for them this year. Yeah. And what if those replacements, A, either perform better than those guys, or B, perform close enough where their salary at half the price yeah. makes it like untenable? To and they showed up. That. Right. Yeah. Well, you can't, in in public perception. Oh, no, absolutely You can't not. ever say, we fired a guy because he didn't play last year. We 100% year COVID. know. But anyone that took yeah. the COVID opt-out, in theory... You're not supposed to move on from them because of that. Yeah. That's but, great. We know. But the but the re, but there are re, real world repercussions mm-hmm. to that that don't involve just the fact that they opted yeah. out. It's the fact you opted out and the guy that had to fill that spot because we still played the games yeah. played better than you and for less money maybe or more money but they're still played better than you. Um, that uh, yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a problem for some of these guys. They think they're all coming back. I, I don't for- think they're all coming back. I had forgotten how many, specifically New England, how many Patriots. Oh, they said eleven, right? Yeah, I, I, you just, we had like three or four. Yeah, we we didn't have that many. No, um, but we had young guys that wanted to play and needed money. Yeah, so you know, it's just crazy that you think about that. One of our like, guys, not uh, was uh, Al Wilson. Yeah, he was one that just got a big contract. Yeah, so he could afford to do it. I don't know who the other two were. I don't remember. Um, but you know, uh, but uh, Al Wilson out there was. Like, uh, we had a double punch speed threat that yeah. we we lacked this year. Uh, you know. Looking forward to next year. Yeah. I'm also looking forward. I'm actually looking forward because, uh, what was it? Who? What stadium was it yesterday? Who? Was it Buffalo? Buffalo had the fans in there? Yeah, with uh, Cuomo and all that shit. I forgot. Forgot what it's like with, with, with like, energy. Hey, because Buffalo was fucking... Those fans are crazy. So it had a, so so had it had that feel for the first time all and year. And even then, the game was still close. Because even in Miami, it's like, oh yeah, well, the people in Miami, yeah, yeah, but Miami fans aren't like Buffalo fans. I feel like no, nothing's like those types. Yeah, like those. That's um, real football fans. The smaller market. I don't even know if it's always smaller market, but generally smaller market, more remote places. Yeah, where football's a bigger part of their life. Like you come to Miami. Yeah, you got everything, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, all year round. Yeah, so, so there's no like, oh well, this is canceled for half the year. And it's not. But, it's not talking down to Miami Dolphins fans because we're good fans. We are good fans, but we have. So many other options. Fucking Buffalo, you got football and snow. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess hockey. Well, that's... I guess hockey's way bigger up there, it's too. It's funny. It's funny, because you go... <laughs> like, if you go to, like, Green Bay or, uh, like, Buffalo or one of those places, it's rare, unless the team's, like, really dreadful that year, 
that you're you're not sold out no matter yeah. how cold and how like it could be a bl- uh, like 20 below zero blizzard uh, and they will all show up. Yeah, your Pittsburghs, your Green Bays, your and, Buffaloes. And uh, in in Miami, we're like, oh, it's too hot to go to the game. Yeah, it's too hot. It's too it's too <laughs> hot. It's too hot. Or or you have you have a team like the the 2010 Heat. They're just world beaters in every aspect. And and in Miami, only in Miami would you get bored with that. Well, but one week the big. Uh, yeah. music festival maybe here yeah. one week it's, there's so much you know there's none of that out there's the there's there's the the art thing that goes mm. on once a year here i mean there's so much so much huge like 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 you say like well the art thing but no that's the the art thing that oh, everyone from across globe comes to it's not like it's just like art, art in the park art, yeah our, art, our annual art in the park thing or or the boat shows or any of that other right. shit there's it's, so much it's so it's much. a lot of international stuff yeah so, uh, so I understand that, but it was great, man. It was really cool because it wasn't that many people, but what is it ultra, is that the one I'm thinking of the big concert? Oh yeah. yeah like yeah, that yeah. weekend is insane. Yeah. Nobody's uh, half the time. You don't want to go to the game because something else is going on yeah. and it's going to mean it's going to take you two hours to get to the game. Yeah. You know, it's not even that you wanted to go do something else. It's that something else is going on so much and man. it's going to jam up the roads and all that crap. I remember one time we did, uh, the, 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 the weekend, uh, we did the, uh, the first time we we did the Miami Beach Convention Center for Supercon, and that first night we all got together afterwards uh, at like Denny's or something, but it was like impossible to get to because a fucking Miley Cyrus concert or Katy Katy Perry concert was letting out, and like at like midnight, it was like back to it was like you know traffic out the fucking wazoo everywhere you went. Yeah, and it's just like God damn man, you just. You can't pick a day where only one event is happening down here. But again, like in Buffalo, that's that man. They they waited all week for that shit, man. Yeah. You know Cleveland. what else? But but like yeah. like what else? Like this time of the year, in an incl- like in a theoretically inclement There's weekend, nothing. else is there to do in Buffalo makes, or Green Bay? Makes no people and being insane. Yeah, makes no people and being insanely bored. I guess that's it. Yeah. You know fucking hate how cold it is or love how cold it is i don't know and it was 49 degrees when i left the house today and i was like this is bullshit needs to end. was it was yeah, it that cold it was cold uh i was i was i had the window open when yeah. i went to bed and when um, i woke up my feet were like even under like two blankets were a little icy by the way before we get off it cleveland's gonna get spanked today by uh by we'll, we'll see we'll see i mean dude they're being coached by Oh yeah, that's right. I was gonna say. I think they're being coached by the is it the quarterbacks coach? They're not doing like where the coach is in his earpiece the whole time. Oh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> is yeah. he skyping in or it's, what? Or the, the Zoom? I'm sorry, the, the, Zoom the, is the new Baker one. Mayfield have a have have a uh, an unknown device over there. No, but I mean earpiece. maybe he's calling into the yeah. to the coaches. They're, maybe or they're standing outside the stadium shouting because they all communicate <laughs> with headsets anyway. Yeah. So what's different if the coach is on the sidelines or or sitting? Uh, you know, in a they don't secure room, have to be, yeah, you don't have to technically be at the game, I suppose. Well, I'm even or just put him in a goddamn room, yeah, uh, like up in the booths. That's like you know, mm. has you know, hermetically sealed and uh, <laughs> has warning tape in front of it, and he's he's looking out a window, yelling into his headset. Just roll in one of those bubbles, like in Bubble Boy. Oh my God, that would be phenomenal, <laughs> dude. <laughs> If he was in like a bubble boy suit, the yeah. best thing would be like if someone quote accidentally yeah. from the from the field of play Pops just him. slammed into him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
rolling around. <laughs> Somebody's help me. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. I forget what I, I saw it and I forget which coach it was, uh, but someone was on the sideline uh, and he wasn't like, he was looking in one direction and from the other, on the other direction, a ref is running along with the field of play. And I guess the coach was in that white area yeah. where the, you know, and uh, the fucking coach got trucked by the fucking ref. That's fantastic. And the ref was like, oh, sorry, watch out. You yeah, know, you feel the play, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Whatever. Play. You know, I listen, I got to be where I got to be. Yeah. Trucked him because I don't think the ref saw him until he hit him. <laughs> but, you know, he could they collided. And uh, one was still standing, and the other one was out of the fucking frame of the picture. You know, I'm wondering, are there going to be fans at the Super Bowl? Uh, where is it? Here? In, where is it? I think it's Tampa. Is it Tampa? I think it's Tampa. They shifted everything back here? Um, I th- or no, no, no. It's supposed to be. I think it's Tampa. Okay, so oh. if it's if it's Tampa, I don't want, know why not. DeSantis doesn't give a shit. Uh, we run this uh, state like it's, uh, you know. Yeah, everything's open. Go ahead. This is like. Uh, we drink COVID for breakfast. This is like the SoundCloud Indian, yeah. uh, internet days. Oh, my know? God. Or not SoundCloud. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that download thing? It's a terrible reference because now I can't. Uh, remember the original MP3 download site? Oh, Napster? Napster. This, yeah. this is like the Napster days. My <laughs> rep. Uh, fucking. <laughs> I tried, and and then it's just like a fucking stumbling. It's so long ago, too. Yeah, so long ago. All these things. Oh, the other day, I'm. What was dude? I used to be on Napster. This is what I would do. I would download every like live, like good sounding live performance of bands I liked because all the bootleg stuff was up there. Uh, And I had like fucking a book full of stuff. It was, and I would like then sell copies. So many, on so like eBay did, and stuff like so that. So many people did that at school. They'd be like, "Hey, you want uh, Assistant Sister's new album? It's five bucks." But not their new album, the live concerts. Oh well, you might be about that. But and when I when I was a kid, it was all about whatever. Because I remember Metall- that new Metallica album got released, and everyone had it. So then they scrapped it, never released it, and they they came out with uh, Saint Anger instead. Um, which was a, like atrocious. All these years later, I can listen to mo- some of it, but it's still bad. It just sounds like it sounded like they were banging on trash cans in the garage. Yeah, it was very bad. Um, but that was their exploratory album to because they were they had all they were all in therapy and all that stupid shit. I feel like I feel like they're a band. They've become like one of those classic rock bands, like the Stones and the Who and stuff like that, that could still tour and make colossal amounts of money and sell out stadiums but don't need to fucking put new material out oh 100 they've reached that point and sometimes they do try and put stuff out but it's never like yeah. it for some reason it's like and, and i don't know why um i do know why but at some at some point some of these bands i feel like they keep they even if the the songs are better or catchy or whatever they never get, even get a chance on the radio now, right. or I mean, I say the radio like that's I don't even know what the litmus test is anymore. But uh, but like or or get a you know like what's the how do you get a song over these days unless it's like getting it in a movie or uh you it's know weird right because yeah I don't know what it is because because if you ask me like but like a band like Rush before we get, get yeah. go to that it's like I feel like every album is just good as the last yeah but like. <laughs> 
you don't have new hits get on the radio. Like since like fucking, I don't know, maybe their well, counterparts well, album. First off, the radio or is, Presto, the which ra- is which is like early nineties. First off, the radio is a nothing thing. There's no. I but when I music. say radio, I mean like mainstream music listening. I think, I think you should base off what's mainstream, what's selling, and 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 what is popular based off pretty much TikTok. I well now yeah yeah but you I know? but like in our day yeah yeah uh, it, there were two things it was radio yeah. and it was MTV that's true so if you wanted to get it over it either had to sound it had to be either be a fantastic song that radio stations would push because then there were still politics in that or make a fantastic video oh exactly so that it would TRL because if it gets the play yeah. since kids back in our days mm-hmm. would have MTV on in the background and just be watching it all the time mm-hmm. or be watching our fun shows like TRL or Headbangers Ball at on what Saturday night or Sunday night or, or what, you know, that you, or Beavis and Butthead. I mean, Rob Zombie would would be taking out garbage at the local school. If he didn't get his, that one video played on that Beavis and Butthead. It's it's weird though, because in the way, the way that the music industry is structured to be successful, it's crazy, man. I, you, yeah, I just don't know what, what gets you over now. Yeah. It's because, well, I understand it's still videos, because now people just share the YouTube video of it. Yeah. You know, it's a different animal. But if you make a fantastic video for something, uh, the song, you know. Yeah. And, and, like The weekend has that. Uh, a Gambino, especially that This Is America yeah. song. I mean. And it's so hard, too, because, like, anybody can be a musician. Literally anybody. Technology is the point where you have enough auto-tune and shit. Anybody can just go out there and, and make music, put it on their SoundCloud or put it on Twi- Twitch. And you never know, man. You never know what... Do- Dude, Baby Shark made someone a billion fucking dollars. Yeah. Okay? And it was something that they just kind of just made for fun. But that's definitely a TikTok song. That's not yeah. like a... But then you have someone who spent years on an album, Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and no one fucking listens to it. And the shame... It, well, that's... But that's like... That's a lot of creative uh, uh, avenues where, like, you could be the best by, like, any measurable metric that you can come up with. Like, oh, let's say art, like me. Like, I draw, I know I draw better than this guy and this guy and this guy. But if people don't see it and respond to it, what's the difference? Exactly. Tree falls in the woods. And then, like, you got a guy that, that draws, you know, he just he has he has the paints there and he he just uses his dick as a brush yeah. and makes some stupid fucking abstract 7. stuff. Seven point five million dollars that painting but because, sold for. But because people became aware of it somehow, yeah. or it became a viral thing that some celebrity shared, or someone uh, famous bought one and put it in their house and it made the news. Then all of a sudden, that guy's making money. That's why Art Basil disgusted me the one time I Art went Basil, with him. That's what I was thinking. Fucking pr- yeah. Oh, it's a table with a uh, a, a, a well, fork the, on it. What was the banana peel on the wall? Right? Yeah, some yeah, shit like that. It's fucking disgusting. I mean, some of the stuff there is brilliant and beautiful, but most of it is garbage. Yeah, because there's a lot of like that. Yeah, I, once people start like getting that highbrowy, so like interpretive, garbage. like a message stuff, I'm no. like, get out of here. Like, yeah. like, but on the same end of it, when I worked for the gallery in Boca, paint, reproducing mass, yeah. reproducing people's paintings. Yeah. For, um, you know, they did a lot of wholesale stuff. They had a huge framing shop uh, and they would do wholesale stuff. So like like this one guy that I did work for, Scott Heil, 
Um, I learned how to sign his name. He showed me, he sat down and did them with me yeah. and how assembly line, you could create these pieces because they were abstract pieces. So I'd lay out eight sheets on the, on these long tables and do eight at once and mix one color and do this. Oh, and do th- wow. Yeah. And, uh, and then sign his name and they charged a lot of money for these things. And it's quote an original piece. It's hand done. It's not like a print, Yeah. but it's a re- it's a reproduction line. It's not even the guy actually doing it. It's someone else ghosting it. And uh, But at the end of the day, it was someone with money that came in there and picked out something that matched the color of their fucking couch to hang on their wall. Yeah. You understand? So No thought past that. So they're like, I want some art because our, our mm-hmm. wall is empty. Oh, I like that. It's very pretty. And it matches our couch. Or you know what? Can you here? Here's here's the color. Can you throw this in it? And we would do that too, so that it would match the couch. Now that's not always, but I'm saying that's a yeah. generality, and that's someone with money, yeah. who's into art, or who thinks they're into art, or wants to be in the crowd that's into art, but doesn't know about like it's like, dude, just buy what you like. Yeah, you know what what you know, and yeah. that's the problem with art, and I guess with music too is that it's subjective yeah. to each person something is better than something else or worse than something else. And no two people are going to agree on, on the whole list. You can't go, here's 10 pieces of art or here's 10 songs, rank them one to 10. And two people are going to agree on that because it's individual tastes. Yeah. Well, I can't say with a fairly certain, anything other than a few couple hundred songs, everything after the black album, Metallica was terrible. So you're right. 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 You're right. They, 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 well, I bought the funny thing is was St. Anger. The, the next one after like their real big peak period in like the late eighties, early nineties, there was the black album in the early nineties. That was like their peak peak. Um, because a lot of people think they sold out during the black album selling out the stupidest term I've ever heard. My fucking justice for all and all that justice. Yeah. I mean, that's their, that's their right. So I think, but St. Anchor was like, kind of like after that, like in the mid nineties, right? No, no, no. There was, there was, uh, or am I thinking of a there was, different There one? was Black Album. There was Loaded, Reloaded. There was uh, S&M where they did the orchestra. Oh, I don't And uh, then I think St. Anger. I think St. Anger was the first one I took a flyer on because I'm like, oh, they're putting out a lot of good music, whatever. I'll just buy this. Yeah. And like that, I bought that album. I'm like, oh, I'll never buy it. Oh, that. because Loaded and Reloaded were uh, both covers, cover albums. Right. And then uh, S&M. So yeah, that's I think St. Like, Anger was the first original. Yeah, because it was Black after album. like uh, Turn the Page and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I bought it. I, I pre-ordered it. Yeah, because you're thinking like... It's Metallica. Yeah. And then you listen to it. And, you, and at first, if you, if you did what I did, you put it in, you're listening to it, and you're like, I know this is good. Why am I not understanding it's good? What am I What am I missing? Right. You play the, and you start playing through, and you're like, well, you know, maybe my, maybe my radio's bad. Maybe something out of my radio is like, you go home, you put it in your room, and you're like, still, it still sounds the same, and you're like... It's it's like you're in shock. You don't even know what to say. You're like, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. I don't buy albums anymore. But when I did, like Rush was like, yeah. is always one of my top favorite bands. And it's funny because when every new Rush album comes out, it's different than the one before. Yeah. Like, especially like with, when they came out of doing like the electric organ stuff yeah. or whatever you call that, the synth. Um, uh, and you're like, so every album, it's like the first time you hear it, you're like, you're definitely not sure you like it. And then what I would do was I would just listen to it over and over and over again. And then yeah. you're like, I love it. Um, 
I tried that with St. Anger. It didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying that one's not, <laughs> but like even like, like now I think like when, a, like most recently when the new ghost album came out, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this one. But then after listening to it, you know, 50 times, because when you go to gym every day, it's just in there and you like, fuck it. I'll listen to that every day uh, for, you know, 50 days isn't a long time. Uh, Plus that's only like their albums aren't like even an hour long. So it's not the only thing you're listening to. Um, Goose is one of those bands. I'm angry that 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 people found out about. Yeah, see, we're being that we're yeah. being hipsters. We are, we are. That, that and I know it's, it's like a, our like you know that like secret thing that we know is great and we love and nobody else knows about, and it's very exciting to bring someone into it. Yeah, but when everyone else shows up that you mm-hmm. didn't invite in, you're like, ah. yeah. When you see those when you see those blonde idiots wearing the fucking ghost merchandise, I'll you're like, you, you don't even know what you're wearing. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you why it frustrates me the most because I saw them live once. That's right. You have the great experience with them at Revolution, which was right next to the poorhouse, which is where I learned about ghosts. Because they're like, if there's a dive bar that was ever like a ghost, unofficial ghost bar, it was them because they played it every day. Shout out to Tommy. His the bartender always had a bunch of ghost stuff on mm-hmm. the walls. He wore the shirts. Blah blah blah. It played on the on the. It played, you know, through the speakers all the time. So that's where I learned about yeah. them. Uh, so I'm seeing them play right next door in a very intimate venue super intimate yeah. um and then they literally came and drank at the bar afterwards now you, they weren't doing pictures yeah. and it was hard to figure out who they were because they all wear makeup and but you eventually suss it out and and you'd been and you used to go all the time so you knew the regulars you knew who was going in yeah and out well no so i knew uh but i knew like i knew to ask like a like an authority and go yeah. oh well that's so and that's one of them because i know i recognize their tattoo or yeah something. that bullshit so you like whatever, it was just cool to be there. I did that with Guar too. It was like they played and then they played there, but uh, and then they partied there afterwards. And he was like, "Oh, we love coming to Fort Lauderdale." Uh, he told me the day Brocky, the guy that died of yeah. heroin, like yo, did like I don't know a few months after I met him. Um, he was like, "Yeah, we this is the only date that we make sure is a on our schedule, and b we schedule a few days buffer afterwards so we can enjoy ourselves." Uh, they're like, "We love coming to Florida." We love coming to Fort Lauderdale. We love playing in this type of, I don't know if, how many times they played there, but he was like, oh, we love it. We love it. We love it. Um, but so back to the ghost, seeing them in a super intimate venue and going, this is how it's supposed to be. Like any, like if it gets any bigger, the experience, you know what I mean? Yeah. You lose the, that experience. And I feel like any early fan of any band is going to feel that once it gets in that bigger venue yeah. where all of a sudden there's seats and tickets there's a disconnection you know, like, no like not audience. tickets but there's seats yeah. and you have to be in your spot and whatever and it's not just a, a a building full of people that are milling through and you could be in the front if you want to push through you could be in the back if you want there's no seats there's a there's you know you well, go to Gwar's, the bar Gwar's done that their entire career right, right. but i'm saying that yeah. experience like Gwar, they are an experience you can't you can't do that in a bigger experience. It's I can't tell too. you a Guar song. I can't remember a Guar song. I don't think I listened to Guar, but Guar's a thing that you see live. It's it's all about the live performance. It's all about live. I mean, like, and that picture with me and 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 Dave Brocky, uh, it's funny because I I'm I look like I just was in like a fight or a riot. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause I have the fake blood, like <laughs> some of the fake blood they scored everywhere you, you were the splash zone. It, it was, had run down my face and I was oblivious. I didn't yeah. know like, you know, 
I wasn't even in the splash zone. To be honest with you, I was like, <laughs> I understand. Maybe the whole. Maybe the I understand whole, the Gallagher effect. Yeah. I'm not coming in with a poncho, yeah. so I'm not going to go up to the front. I'm going to stay near the mid to back area, and I still got hit with yeah. with blood and stuff. It was hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, but so like, awesome. like ghost that like we feel that, but yeah. and I having experienced a live show in the only venue to see them in yeah that size was perfect wasn't the tiny tiny one it was big enough to have a production and have a have like a like a set and lighting and and effects and lasers and whatever but it was still like i don't know what that place holds if it holds a couple hundred people no it's got to hold like four thousand or something like max revolution yeah really it's got to be I can't. It's got to be more than would see. Well, no, maybe not. What does no. War Memorial see? Like 2,000? 2,500? Yeah. 2,100 or something you said for wrestling? Yeah. Which is like almost as... You could get a few more if you did something just on stage because uh, you don't have to have a ring in the middle. But uh, uh, I, maybe you're right. Maybe you're... No, you're right. It can't be that much. No, it can't. Revolution capacity. <laughs> we're actually, I, I really We're want... doing re- research. So it's, maybe it's 1,000. But it's super intimate. Yeah, it is very, very. In- and we tried for uh, 1,300 people. Oh, oh, okay. So that's. So that, let's. God damn, 1,300 let's people. Let's just is, wink and say, yeah. like, if, if there were more tickets to sell, they would sell them and, and, not, uh, and not invite the fire marshal over to, yeah, yeah, to yeah, take a look. Yeah. Fire marshal's like, hey, can we look at the building? Absolutely. But first, I need to show you my new car. <laughs> I feel Come like. This I feel. I doubt the fire marshal checks every event in in south florida with so much going on yeah now if icp was playing that building which they have i mean but that may be a venue they would more want to strictly keep the capacity yeah you understand yeah so i'm having weird references nothing like current day like no no i couldn't listen there's (laughs) everything today is so clean so soft so uh uh no but i mean like uh, i'm just saying like as opposed to like a band that would play there today that that is a draw like i can't even imagine like i can't even imagine what like and even pre-covid um not saying what 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 it's going to look like in the future but pre-covid with man people are so fucking soft these days ska music the dancing the 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 pits none of that stuff can possibly go on these days man people does people get offended if the wind changes not for not for not for band, not for big groups that want to make money. No, because a they don't want to commit all that space to those those idiots that blindly are swinging their arms and legs around trying. But are those to smaller connect e- with each those other? Smaller shows. I, I I wonder. I wonder. What, I mean, dude. I there's liabilities too. Mm. Like some of those venues must be like nah. I would love to go. I would love to go to like a a a, a place. I mean, because Revolution's a place up. where. Back in the day, that's the mosh pit yeah. gallery, you know? Yeah, people people may or may not die. It doesn't matter. You kick them to the side. You continue on. Yeah. You do your thing. I remember the one time, um, the only time I was in a Pantera pit, that did not last long. I went, nope, going to die. Get out. Yeah. Going to die. Like, there's there's people that, that, that dedicate their lives to seeing how many people they can knock unconscious. And I'm like, now nah, you're way bigger and tougher than me. I regret, <laughs> I regret not seeing Pantera the one time I was going to. When it was in Providence in like 92, <laughs> 93, Ooh, I knew they were touring. Uh, and uh, I missed, uh, I missed uh, the one time I was going to see Ozzy live and it was, uh, but that would have been the time to see them. Yeah. Like, Oh yeah. Pantera, you know? Yeah. I, I got, it was Ozzy and, and zombie 
and it was later on. I knew I wasn't going to get the full Aussie experience, but that was uh, that was six, pre piss his pants all the time. Well, it's, it was it was the Word. same year he got in the uh, the the ATV accident. That's they canceled the show after that. Like he got in the ATV accident like a month or two before the show, and they canceled it. Oh. Um, and 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 you know, like fucking, like and he was like, I'm going to go see Ozzy tomorrow. I'm like, good, fucking okay, like, all right, like, I don't know what you're expecting, but you're not getting Ozzy Osbourne. You're getting guys standing on stage, mostly lost, kind of maybe remembering what to do. Yeah, I mean, and if he's and if he's doing any kind of movement, it's not voluntary. I mean, not to speak ill of the man, but he's fucked up. Is he even? Is he even singing? Or are they? No, he came out with a new album. No, I mean, a li- or is he lip sync those concerts? Oh, I yeah, I, I do. It's, like I saw one live performance like a year ago or something like that on like a YouTube or something. You're just like, yeah, I mean, it's Ozzy, and I love Ozzy, but mm, no, I wouldn't pay money to see that. Just, yeah, shell of a person. Like yeah. I remember, I saw, I saw a. Uh, uh, kiss in 2004 that's one of their farewell shows and there was i don't think peter chris was there <laughs> one of their friends. one of their farewell shows and i and i went i went okay i saw kiss they weren't disappointing they were awesome as a live show they had were they in makeup yes was that in the- they were makeup the whole okay. nine yards it's like i saw kiss now i can never see them again because i felt like i felt like i got lucky i saw a lucky good Honest, Paul Stanley's flying around and shit, and you know, and you just I, I when you see Paul Stanley live, you're like, there's no way you're straight. There's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> like I don't judge you, but but don't tell me you have sex with women because there's no way. There's no way. The guy's the most feminine dude I've ever seen wandering around, but he is fantastic. I love that dude. Uh, and Gene Simmons and the whole nine yards. It was fucking awesome. But then you're like, then you're like, I can't take another chance because they're all in their late fifties now. Like, it doesn't get any better than this. Right. It's only going to get progressively... The only cool thing about Kiss these days is when they play themselves in a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, even now... Like, like, uh... When they do Kiss-branded stuff now... Kind of sad. Kiss-branded stuff? Kind of sad to still see Mm. old 70, 80-year-old men in the makeup and the thing and the hula and the whole 90 yards. what was the movie... Gene Gene Simmons going like, I'm the demon! Like, stop you. What was the movie with Brian Cranston... And uh, and James Franco, where he was. Oh, I don't know the movie, but I know exactly what you're talking and, about. But they were huge Kiss fans, and they're yeah. in the end of the movie. Like, yeah. and it it worked. It worked really well. And I'm I like, wanted to funny. see that movie too. It's it's fucking funny. Yeah. As much as I, it's it's like a play on uh the that uh old movie. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, where the girl brings the black man home to her which family. They, they did that too with Port Portier, Sydney yeah. Portier. It's a. It was. I mean, I think it's sort of a play on that, because, but maybe not even. I don't know. But like, I thought it was in a weird every, comical every, way. Every movie's a play on something else yeah. nowadays. Yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah. Although I, I will say, I will say that I really enjoyed the the new movie I did see was Soul, and I did enjoy that. Uh, we won't talk about. I don't feel like the Pixar movies are really a play on anything. No. Although no. I mean, technically, if you want to get about it. The Incredibles are the Fantastic Four. So. They're the best Fantastic Four. Well, so far. True. They, sh- they should just Fair. hire that creative team to go Bear, help with the Fantastic just, Four movie. Just kidnap Brad Bird. He could wake up in Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige has, hands him over, slides him over a blank check and make it work. Hmm. 
I feel like once they've abducted you, you don't have to pay them to do anything. They, no, you, you still them. you want the best out of them. You want the best out of them, so you, you pay them. I mean, you're fucking you're Marvel. Yeah, you yeah. you write you're Disney. You write that check. You you make it work, and then you fade back into. the I'm shadows. nervous. I almost want to like really like find a way to make a hash uh, like a hashtag trend because uh, I really even more even more than uh, uh, the origin they come up with. And my nervousness of about them not treating it the way I want it treated, uh, which we've gone over. I yeah. don't know if we've gone over here, but uh, I'm more concerned with the casting and who they cast for Doctor Doom, because all of a sudden everyone wants that guy from uh, the Mandalorian, the uh, Pedro Pascal. No, uh, what's his name? The guy with the dark saber. No, everyone's there was like a, tr- a really? trend pushing for him. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I still I'm still standing behind one man. And I've been standing behind this guy for three years now is my choice to be Dr. Doom. You told me I care. Uh, Javier Bardem. Oh, yes. Yeah, good choice. So it's Mads Mikkelsen. Javier Bardem. But but I I would love to see Javier Bardem be Doctor Doom. That's he's got that kind of. I mean, Nickel Mickelson immediately sounds like he's from wherever Latveria. Yeah, but he's already been in a Marvel movie. But who cares? Yeah, he was well, Doctor Strange. It doesn't matter. Well, it, it matters a little because Doom would tangle oh, with Doctor Strange. Oh, uh, sir, Captain America was a Human Torch. But everyone, yeah, but different. Thankfully, forgot. different, different. Even though he was a, he, it wasn't under the wasn't under the new Marvel. Him and banner. Thing were the best part of those movies. It wasn't the new Marvel banner. Um, even though, even though the thing literally created all the, all the, all the reason why they did half the shit what, they did. What, in the what a movie. cool thing. What a cool Easter. I'm making a prediction right now. What? I'm making a prediction right okay. now. Okay. When they do these, this multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling we will see Chris Evans as a human torch for a second. I would love to. I think just for a second. He was so good. So, as a, like yeah. a, like, yeah. Chris as an Evans homage. Is, yeah. Cause they're doing homages now. Well, not the Spider-Man. Not movies. as homage. As like, oh no, we're gonna say those realities exist. Oh yeah, and that's good. Like again, spoilers. But that's, but that's but the, the only new, way. The new Spider-Man movie is yeah. gonna have all three movie Spider-Mans in it. I was gonna say the only way for the Marvel universe to work is for all everything to be everything's its own reality. I mean, you could say something like mm. I. I thought like saying those all that X-Men stuff didn't happen and just restart from scratch. Oof. I mean, you're not. It's like you could bring every mutant over from another reality into this one and say, "Okay, the X Men are here now." But and, also, you can't do the X Men origin, where since the '60s mm. there have been quote mutants, and there's been. Can we just not do you know, Phoenix Saga? Can, uh, are we are we over we, that? We can, but we they would. It? Let's patiently wait like ten years <sighs> so over and it. build to it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Over it. yeah. That's that's it's incredible how they can take a uh, a story that technically spanned like. Fuck with all the like su- two or three su- years. Yeah, like like and and they may they put it they jam it into one movie. And the first and, and the first time they tried it, it was the subplot. The mutant cure was the was the I yeah. guess the real plot. Dude, listen, any X Men movie that has Jean Grey as a main character is a fucking mess. I'm I I hate Jean Grey. She's my she's my least well, favorite combo character of all time. It. It could be interesting if you do like a real like yeah. story where yeah. there's like like the love triangle where like dude in the co- have I told you this? In yeah, co- I know in the comics. It, no, in the comic books right now. Oh, right. They now? rebooted like all the X books. Um, uh, uh, Hickman took them over, and I don't know if you know who Jonathan Hickman is, but he's like the best writer in comic books. I he rebooted the whole years. thing in a brilliant way. 
um, where they're still, it's like they're in continuity, but everything's different now. Yeah. And uh, uh, they're like, they're in their own little place on their, their mutant island. They have this great technology. They have these like, getting in the real nerd thing here, but they have like yeah. portals so they can go from the island to all these other places. One of the places is their base on the moon yeah. on their base on the moon is like basically like the summer's family. Yeah. And it's got like, it, they show plans for it. This is the funny thing, like a blueprint of it, like in the back of one of the books. And you could see like all the rooms and it's like Nathan Summers and Alex. And, yeah. and so you have these three rooms and it's Jean Grey's room. And on one side is Wolverine's room. And on the other side is Scott Summers room. adjoining doors. Yes, <laughs> she's banging both of them, and everyone's cool with it. Oh my! God. All parties involved are cool with it. That's... They haven't really touched on it in the books. Yeah. Vaguely, recently there was one little like tip to it. Yeah. But she's she's swinging, man. Yeah. They have an open relationship. She's fucking Scott. She's fucking Wolverine. She she she, she likes him all American and clean. They have con- She likes him dirty and Canadian. They haven't confirmed <laughs> it, but you have a, a like the in the base and there's the like everyone's yeah. living quarters are around. It's unspoken, but around the rim, it. But all the rooms only have the out <laughs> in and out door out front, except hers. And those three rooms have adjoining doors. Every, everyone knows, but no one will say anything. <laughs> that, I mean, I, we'll get to it. I know it with this with this writer. But uh, he, uh, so he's overseeing like yeah. 15 titles and yeah. like writing and whatever. And I, I'm not bullshitting you. I say this is like a tremendous effort. And I yeah. hope it's doing well. I don't track any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. But it's like fantastic stuff. And so, but a long story short, that's the best story you could put in a Marvel movie is the fact that she's kind of seeing both of them. They sort of know it. She's sorts of like, I don't care, you know? And so him and, so they have like tremendous heat. They're competing for her on like Like to me, to me, because Cyclops was like my favorite growing up. I love Cyclops. But to me, the best Scott Summers is post all that with uh, the, that original uh, fucking God damn it. What was the new X Men? Who's who fucking started the new X Men run? Where he's with uh, where he's with Emma Frost. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, that's the best because he's he's bitter, he's angry, but like, you know, he's with the hottest bitch on the block. And you're always like thinking because she's like a, a telepath. Uh, yeah, did she like hook him. Yeah, you know? and uh, but yeah. and she that's a funny thing. Like she's like it's a sad story yeah. because. She both, knows on both ends. Well, but she always knows that he's constantly thinking she's not going to love her over. Never going to happen. And, uh, but she loves him. Yep. And, uh, so that's always a sad thing. And she's like one of those great characters, like a good person now, yeah. but all those like thick qualities of being a villain are still in her. Oh, so and good. she like embraces them, even though she's like a quote unquote good person. Yeah. So, yeah, no, 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 no. That was my. That's always been my. That's always been my favorite. My because they, they ruined, but they fucking ruined that character in one. They first they poorly cast her. I, I guess everyone thought that she was a good actress. Oh, knew, oh, 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 that January first, Jones girl, yeah, first, who I've never seen in anything she else since. Looked. Oh, she's a piece of ass. She but, looked the part. By God, did she look the part? Yeah. But but here's the thing. She but she came looked, off the hottest show on TV, but, Mad Men. But here's you know? the thing. She wasn't given a whole lot to do. No. No, but you that know, movie had a lot going on. There it. was there was a lot about that movie that was to me wasted. It's it's well, I'll tell you why it was wasted. Because the guy that came in to do it, that was the one movie that wasn't singer. Yeah, so the guy did it. I think it's the best X Men movie. So do I. 
that next then year. then Brian Singer comes back and like in the first yeah. like two minutes of the movie you just see all the files of these characters and saying they're all dead killed off yeah yeah he killed off like I think ninety percent of the characters they brought in for that I mean because Kevin Bacon and Sebastian Shaw was perfect. It was weird. It, it was. It, it was weird. It, it's weird that I, they I, didn't do the Hellfire Club like like we or any of the versions we yeah. we, well, we know. Well, because the Hellfire Club originally yeah. was kind of like a fucking eyes wide shut kink place yeah. for super rich people that behind the scenes were uh, you know pulling all the strings in society. Uh, you know, uh, you know, quietly like they were a real secret society, but they were mutants with powers. They were also all dressed up like fucking kinky fuck. Like they were in a kinky sex club. It was very interesting the way they fucking put that. Hash, hashtag Madeline Pryor over uh, Jean Grey. Well, but well, you just. Uh, but she was never in that club. Madeline Pryor was in the Hellfire Club, wasn't she? No. Wasn't she? No, they seduced her. That that was the seduction that turned her in the Dark Phoenix. That's a different. Madeline Pryor wasn't even. A, I thought Madeline. Oh, a glimmer in. Uh, what's it's what's his so name's long. eye for cloning? It's been so long. That's a funny. Like I don't even know who's listening to this podcast, but uh, yeah, yeah. you were talking about Margaret has no idea what's happening. But you were right talking now. about Cyclops, the uh, the in the comic books. Yeah, I feel the most interesting uh, thing they did with him was when he married the clone of Jean Grey. That was Madeline Pryor, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but that was way later. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then she ended up becoming like. Uh, the Goblin Queen, uh, a powerful, like, uh, she had, like, demonic powers and stuff, but she was a clone of Jean Grey. It's like, and, no, like, really, like, I feel like in the X-Men, they were like, this girl looks exactly like Jean, and we're not, like, telling yeah. him this is a terrible idea and totally looking he's into the it king, and stuff. He's the king of super hot, super powerful, damaged women. Yeah, but, but to, like, it's almost like... Uh, it's like your wife dies. Yeah. And then you show up with your wife. But yeah. it's not your wife. It's like, and nobody responded. Like, I think there were some, like, in the comics, it's like some people going, what the hell's yeah. going on? But really, like, in real world, like, how would you respond to that? It's like, it's like, a, you know. One thing, oh, before I, before I stopped reading comics, the, the, the best thing they had going on, because the X titles at that time were, I think Angel had a second mutation where his blood was fucking uh, could cure you or heal oh. you or something. There was a bunch of dumb shit going on, but they turned North Star. They finally acknowledged he was gay. Well, they had turned him. Well, they acknowledged he was gay, <laughs> but uh, um, because I feel I feel that they just picked a bunch of random characters just to kind of like, oh, this guy's gay. No, here's what you have to do. You cannot go. And take Wolverine and say he's gay now. He's oh no! Too mainstream. Yeah. You have to take an you have to take a, a character that's not super ob obscure, but is definitely like two or three tiers down on your money making. Like you take a character that you like don't make money with. Like you're you're not making money with that. Like you that character maybe in a group book can yeah. sell. But you're he never taking sell. that character individually. No one's buying, like, no one's going to see a cartoon about that character. No one's going to see a movie about yeah. that character. No one's going to buy toys oh, of that character. Not. Anyways, yeah. so that's a yeah. safe pick to turn gay. And he's still affiliated with all this mainstream stuff. So you could pop him in and you can, like, just... He, and then all you're really doing is just, like, 
you're just name dropping my boyfriend or my yeah. husband in there and no one blinks at it in the book and you're like, hey, yay, so, acceptance and inclusion. So best thing they had the going... The bigger thing they did was when they made Iceman gay. Yeah. But but the, but the best, even he's not top guy. But the best thing I liked while I was reading that was... um because uh, it was it was weird, and I don't know why it was, but like uh, Magneto was you know, wandering around. He's he's all good now. Juggernauts uh, with the team, yeah. and they're all all X Men are happy with each other. What the fuck ever, you know? I can't remember what time of uh, the, what was going on, but I just remember it was like three or four issues. There was this whole Angel uh, thing, and they they brought in Osriel for it, but uh, and that's I think uh, his introduction and why he was in the uh, the first class movie. But uh, the whole thing, there was a subplot of Northstar just incessantly hitting on Juggernaut. And their back and forth was fucking hysterical. Because they play K-Marco like you would expect K-Marco to be. Fucking close-minded and tolerant and everything. But he's trying to be a better person. And then you just got Northstar just needling him. It's like, come on. It's, you know. Come on, gotta try everything once and mm. stuff. And oh, it's just fantastic for like three issues. I was like, oh, this is like, this is great. And then they they did some other. I think after that was they brought back, uh, they turned a, a Jubilee into a vampire, and I just lost it. After I was like, okay, I'm done with it after this. Yeah, this vampire nonsense, I can't do. Well, Dracula bit Storm and turned her into a vampire, but somehow they cured her of it. Yeah, it's 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 how how vampirism works in the Marvel universe is fucking weird. Very very. <laughs> Very malleable. Uh, maybe we'll find out in uh, the Doctor Strange. I know you're really looking forward to hopefully a semblance of that. Not I know, in this movie. I know the Morbius stuff is coming out, and, I'm, and if that movie is successful, I have a feeling that, that vampirism will probably resemble more of whatever they do with... But that's like the Sony-verse. Yeah, but with what's happening with Spider-Man, it makes me... Makes me wonder how much the Sony verse and the Marvel universe are. Well, we haven't had Tom Holland show up there yet, so not it yet. hasn't. Not yet. It's not an official yeah. like thing. But remember, they're saying that Tom Holland's going to be in the next Venom. Well, so we'll, that'll we'll see. that'll start that that'll start that integration. Um, by the way, real quick, uh, uh, I rewatched. What did I rewatch? I rewatched Amazing Spider-Man Two because yeah. it was just on. After like the football game, I was flipping back and forth. What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> the fuck were they thinking? Thank God Tom Holland exists. I mean, Andrew Garfield wasn't a terrible Peter Parker, but like, I doubt like he's the reason. He's not right. He's not. Whatever creative decision Sony made, how we got that and not was that the a Sam we, Raimi Spider Man Four was that? Well, we didn't get it because three was terrible. Uh, uh, was that the one where she? They did the classic broken neck. Yeah. Okay. I like that scene. Yeah. Because we got that. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Um. You know what? Uh, we've gone really into the weeds with stuff all over that the place. I don't think anyone that listens to our podcast yeah. ever. I don't know. Has heard us talk. Well, about. because I, I well I don't want to talk about the thing that has been driving the podcast for the past week. <laughs> and and, well, and I will say yeah, without saying anything that uh. To wrap that up. Okay. <laughs> to wrap that up and wrap this up because it's after one and the games have started. Yes. Wink. Um, that uh, I will no longer be working uh, for the individual in question mm -hmm. that we were working for. Mm -hmm. You have chosen to go on to this next uh, adventure. That's, that's correct. Because uh, you have responsibilities I do not have, like mm -hmm. a wife and child. That's correct. On the way. 
uh the wife's not on the way she's already here um <laughs> i do not and i can afford to uh yeah. do some other options i'm taking my talents to uh to my apartment and i will be uh <laughs> i will be moving on to an art career again but uh but uh yeah that's been resolved and so if anyone's questioning about that i we are choosing not to talk about it again because uh Oh, let's just, I don't want to say the boss, the man in charge. Let's keep the code so we don't say his name. Uh, you know, so no one knows who we're talking about. Uh, you know, we, I guess, have without communicating still uh, agreed to disagree. And, uh, you know, without without having spoken to him, I have been assumed to not be working for him anymore, which is fine with me. Yeah. And uh, we'll move on from that. Now, I cannot promise that every now and then, especially if Anthony wants to fucking rib me, it won't flare up and I'll, I'll play along, but I'm not seeking yeah. to, uh, to talk about that situation anymore. We did in the last podcast and I cut it yeah. for your sake because you still have to work for the man and you don't need to have to get the ear fucking every yeah. time so, he, he hears one of these podcasts so or a rat, uh, a narc, yeah. a agitator, a, uh, a conspirator yeah. or whatever wants to uh, let him know what was. Yeah, because whoever agitates me out of a job, I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, I will hunt you down. Uh, we're going to end on this because because I want some thought pieces leading into the football because uh, Baltimore's playing uh, Tennessee right now. Fucking fucking Blake, fucking Blake's like, what about Tua for Watson? And I'm going, that's not a good idea. That's not a good idea at all. So, apparently, our thread seems to think that uh, um, our thread, half of them aren't even in it right now. They're podcasting. I, well, I know, but we're always, you know, we're always together <laughs> in our own hearts and minds. And on that note, let's get the fuck out of here because I got so much other shit to do. Oh my god, busy boy. Yeah, uh, K buying shit. What? I said K buying shit. Oh, I thought you said cake buying and shit. No, like, like things to do. Like, K no. And shit. All right. Well, you got to do it right. Uh, all all right. right. All right. I, uh, we. <laughs> K buying shit. Like, yo, oh, by the way, I'm not getting off till I said. Have you, I know you're not a, uh, you're not on TikTok. Nope. Uh, but did you, st- and maybe I didn't even share that with you. Uh, our girl that does the K buys. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see that she broke her nose? No. She was like hanging or fucking with something that was like a big metal thing. I fr- I'm I'm really yeah. skipping over details. I don't remember them. It's something like a like a mirror or a fucking something. It it came down and smacked her right in the nose. She broke it and she looks she looks fucked up. And it was funny cuz I sent she did a video explaining what happened and she's like with the black eyes and the f- broken nose and everything and uh talking about how the she can't get it fixed until swelling goes down, et cetera, et cetera. And in the thing, she doesn't stutter almost at all. So I sent it to this other group of guys that have seen them before. And the guy's like, do you notice she's not stuttering? And I, I'm thinking she probably took takes because this is more of like, just yeah. want to get like, let's not concentrate on my stutter right yeah. now. I'm not bringing awareness, quote unquote. <laughs> I'm more just telling people. But I, so I just said to him, I said, well, maybe the hit on the head fixed her. <laughs> I especially she's like fuck. See now, I will never, I will never. This is what makes terrible people when they. This is you just were Donald Trump with the arm making fun of the disabled guy. But I'm, I love it, and I'm. One of us has been kicked off Twitter. It's not me, sir. Twitter. 
Yeah, they they kicked his ass off all that shit. Oh, oh, I thought you meant me. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, like, oh, no. <laughs> kicked no, off Twitter. No. That's the internet wants no more to do with the. Uh, yeah, we're not. Go- we're, we're not getting into that. On that, K- no bye. weeds. Goodbye. <laughs>